Everything in the Bible, there's a plan and a purpose. There's no mistakes or coincidences. Oh, that was good, that was there. No, everything, everything from the smallest period to the question mark in the Bible is for a reason and plan. God is an awesome and intelligent uh, God. And we are blessed. And we're celebrating the month of the cross. And what does it mean to us? And I can see what the youth had the awesome weekend. How can you not go and, and, and have an encounter with the cross and not come back inside? It's impossible. Because you get to understand what he did for you and why you are who you are. Why you could be greater than what everybody has been speaking against you. The lies that has been spoken over you. At the cross it gets revealed that it's a lie and God has the last word on you. I guess the thing that I would call it tonight would be the benefits of the cross. What is the benefit of the cross? Salvation. Amen. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes should not perish. How many believers are in the house? Hallelujah. Wow. Hey. What do you guys fell asleep on me all something? <laughs> How many believers are in the house? If you're not sure, ask your neighbor next door, am I a believer? Are you, how many believers we have in the house? How many believers do we have in the house? Yeah. Little note I wrote myself. My soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation. Psalms 62, 1 and 2. Like I was saying before, nothing coincidence in the Bible. Everything is for a plan or purpose. It can be a sample. The birthplace of Jesus Christ is... The birthplace of Jesus Christ is... The birthplace of Jesus Christ is... Bethlehem. Also known as the city of David. You'll find that in Luke 2.4. But did you also know that in Bethlehem was the place where they gave birth and raised up Sheep to be slaughtered and sacrificed unto God. Isn't it amazing that our Savior, who became the awesome, ultimate, the awesome uh, 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 Lamb for us, was born where they birth sacrifices? So there's nothing coincidence about God. Whatever He does, and why, 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 why my God, who has no limitations? In finances, forget about it. There is no such thing as lacking them. Had to be born in a major with animals. Because there was a principle he was showing. He says, I came with a plan, with a purpose. I came to sacrifice my life for you. Amen. The blood, blood of Christ cleans us and redeems us. Without blood, there is no remission for sin. Without the blood. See, God didn't come to abolish the law. He came to fulfill it. Okay? So I'm going to bring you where the cross, and at the cross, the cross itself is, has no power. What was on the cross is what gave us our victory. So I'm not here to thank God this weekend of the cross and this month of the cross. I'm thanking God for the one who hanged on the cross. Because it should have been me. It should have been you. He paid a price that we could have never paid. Because of him. We are set free. Amen, amen. Because of him we became the head and not the tail. Amen. 
Because of him, there's still things in you that you don't even know he's there, is there. Because the Bible says that he knew you even before you were planted in your mama's womb. Amen. Before mommy and daddy said, let's go have a good time, God says, I knew you. I walked with you. I imparted in you. So actually, he sent us into a mission. Because we lived with him in heaven, and he sent us into a mission, and he used the birth canal to send us into the flesh. Our responsibility is to find out what was that mission that he gave us to fulfill in this time and season. Calvary has a calling. Calvary has a calling. And when I notice that whenever a word goes forth on an individual, and I'll give you a sample, me. I was with Cindy Jacobs, Chuck Pierce, and her whole crew on uh, uh, man, Battle Sutton uh, on Fire for my hand. Uh, forgive me, I don't remember the name of the event. And it's impossible for you to be driving these prophets in, around town, offering this, your service unto them without them giving you a blessing. One of the words she spoke over me was, oh, the Lord loves you. I love when he says that, eh? But he says, riches, I see riches, I see riches and riches. Oh, say riches and riches. Do you know, since that day of riches, I've never been more broke. <laughs> I've never been more broke since the Sometimes I go, don't prophesy. <laughs> because the enemy doesn't come after Lulus. He comes after the word that's been spoken over Lulus. He doesn't want that word to be fulfilled. In the cross. Oh, man. I started to feel a little better. Now. In the cross, man, we go in with the understanding of we're a little firecracker. And God said, no, nah, no, nah, I don't make firecrackers. I make TNTs. Do you serve an awesome God? Do you serve an awesome God? Do you serve a God that does not make mistakes? Do you serve a God that doesn't make junk? Because God says that he made you in his image and likeness. And if he is awesome, unlimited with power, wisdom, unlimited of anything that he wants, and he created you out of his essence, that means there is no limitations upon you. But, but our precious brother Adam who made the mistake and fell and allowed sin into the world caused us to go into a, 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 a doorman stage and not understand that who we are. And who we are, we are the sons and daughters of the Almighty King. Created in His image, full of power and authority. See, once we come to the cross and we get to acknowledge, oh God, he, I have a hope. There is a hope. I'm not, I'm not what my daddy was, an alcoholic or a woman by uh, uh, abuser and, and, and a junkie. I'm not what my mama was. I'm not what the society says. I am what my father says. Once I get to that level, and you know what, created, what caused me to wake up? The cross. So I thank God for the cross, but I thank God for Jesus because he hanged on the cross and set us free. That blood caused us to be transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Without him going and paying the price that I could have never paid, I could have never even been here. I probably wouldn't even been here. I probably would have been dead. Because he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He don't want you to be who God called you to be. I said, God, 
You guys, so I see some of your faces and you're looking at me and say, yeah, Elder, that sounds good. But you don't know who I am. You don't know where I've been. I say, well, who you are and who you've been and who and the lies that you've been listening to, it's just nothing but that, a lie. Because if you really understood what I'm saying here today, you'll be jumping with joy because I'm giving you the hope of glory. I'm telling you, the reasons that you're struggling is because there's greatness in you. Because your father and mother are great. Because your creator is great. Because your master is great. You are struggling because the enemy does not want you or the word that has been spoken over you to be manifest that's why you're struggling here that's why Calvary is having a hard time that's why Calvary has been going through the fire it's been in the desert it's been backstabbed it's been talked about but where's Calvary still standing because it's believing on the word of God the cross I said there's no remission for sin without the blood. Let's go back in time for a minute. Let's go back to, let's go into Job. And you all know the story of Job. Faithful man of God. Awesome man of God. To the point that God boasts on him. You know how you guys feel when mom and dad says, that's my boy, that's my girl. You know that joy you receive? Imagine God saying, that's my boy. Hey, Satan, have you thought of my boy? <laughs> Me and him, we're like this. You can't touch him. Imagine God talking about you like that. But he spoke about Joel that way. And, and, and I'm going to play a little, a little around with this. Can I play with this? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Joel maintained um, a relationship with God. And in the old times, like I said, in the old days, in the Old Testament, let me rephrase that. In the Old Testament, there was a burnt offering for everything. A burnt offering for peace, a burnt offering for blessings, a burnt offering for forgiveness of sin, a burnt offering for transgression. There was also between, there was a burnt offering of protection. So Job had a hub. He had a hub around him of protection. And Lucifer went to God and says, yeah. You boast about your son, but I can't touch him because you have this hub over him. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. So I said before, there is no remission from sin without a sacrifice of blood. And since Job always presented blessings unto the Lord or sacrifices or burnt offerings or burnt offerings unto the Lord... One of the first things the enemy took away from him, actually it was a three-slap blow, his children, his livestock. The importance of the livestock was to burn offerings. Once he took the, three, the, the, the ability for Joe to present an offering unto God, the hub was removed. No remission without blood. Even his three buddies came to him and couldn't figure out what was up? Oh, it's simple. You're in sin. It's amazing that even your brother and sister in Christ will not stand beside you and say, let's pray to this, let's see what's happening. Immediately they'll look at you and judge you. That's why I love my wife. I love every one of you. I love my pastor. I love, 
but none of them died for me on the cross. So all you guys got is an opinion. Like the three friends of Joe, all they had was an opinion. See, Joe wasn't standing on their opinion. He was standing on the fact of the word of the Lord. So as they kept accusing him and judging him, instead of supporting him, slapping him down when he was already down, he lost his family, his children, his wife, his lifestyle. He went from being the richest, richest to rags overnight. And who he depended on, his brothers, they slapped him down. How many of you have been there? How many of you have received a, a, a soul of going through that? But I'm telling you, their opinions mean nothing. Because the word of God over you is what it means. So it got to the point that God had to come and sit down and talk to Joe. I'm going to paraphrase it my way. Is that okay? Thank you. Amen. And Joe had to, and God had to, had to reveal to Joe what was really happening. See, because there's a law. Here's a law. Ready? When, a neighbor, when, when, when uh, someone gives his goods to a neighbor... And the neighbor is robbed. And the thief is found out. By law, that thief has to pay you back double. Amen. That's a law. Look it up. So, Joe didn't know what was happening. He, he was confused and, and perplexed by the people who he trusted for blaming him for being a sinful man or he was doing something wrong. Meantime, he was just worshiping God. So he didn't know who was the thief. So God unveiled to him what was happening. Once Joe knew who the thief was, the thief was compelled to bless him back double. Joe went from losing 7,000 sheep to gaining 14,000. He went from losing 350 uh, goats to 700 goats. Everything he had was double upon him. Double blessings, double finances. His health went to another level. He even aged, or should I say, he, 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 he lived, uh, I think he was like 140 at the time. He ended up dying at the age of 280. His age on the time on earth was double. Because he knew who was his thief. Here's the blood. God went to the three friends and says, you guys talk unrighteously about my servant and lied about me. If you don't go to Joe and have Joe pray for you. <laughs> Let me go over here for a minute. <laughs> the brother and sister who's sitting next to you or behind you or in front of you that has been talking about you, who has that opinion. If that person don't come to themselves and come to you and ask for forgiveness, God's going to deal with them. So they had to go back to Joe and ask for forgiveness, but Joe had to pray for them. But one of the first things they brought back to Joe, you know what they Livestock. They brought back livestock. What was the first thing Joe did when he got the livestock? Burn offerings unto the Lord. He began to bring out sacrifices and praises unto God. Immediately, the hub was back. Immediately, the hedge protection was on there. Immediately, the relation was reconnected. Immediately, the blessings started flowing. If you're going to something, 
If you're not sure what's happening, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to church every Sunday. I'm sort of trying to read and praying. You know, I'm struggling there. Stop playing games with yourself. Bring these offerings onto God. Burn, burn the praises onto Him. And watch the hub go back to you. Watch the enemy flee from you because he can't touch what's being hugged by God. And that's because what the, before the cross. So I'm reading this and I'm saying, God, that's awesome. How do I maintain that? I can't go to my backyard and start burning offerings. <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> Channel 7 News. All over church, burning offerings. <laughs> uh, <laughs> talking about being fanatic. I said, Lord, you know. And he says, be obedient. Be obedient. See, let me take it back. The offerings and the burnt offerings was being obedient unto God in praises and thanksgiving. God says, I'm going to remove that. I'm going to bring in the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, sacrifice to do all sacrifice, my son. So at the cross, he paid for it once and for all. All we need to do is to be obedient to what he had called us to. All we need to do is be obedient and faithful unto him. And the hub comes upon you. And guess what? There's blessings upon that hub. The enemy can't touch you. It does not mean that people still will not have opinions of you because opinions is like elbows and I'll use that example instead of the world says everybody's got an elbow. Who cares? I gotta go by the fact and what the word of God says. Obedience. Wow. And obedience is a dirty word to a lot of people. Right, Nate? Tell your wife, obey. <laughs> Run. <laughs> Run. <laughs> so, A, the first benefit is salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ. I just gave you the whole illustration of how to be, maintain the hope. B, uh, the promise of the Father. What was the promise of the Father? What was the promise of the Father? What was the promise of the Father? The Holy Spirit. The promise of the Father. The promise of the Father. He said, wait. Okay, now you're in the stage that you acknowledge me. Now you're in the stage that you want to create a relationship with me. Now you want to run because you're so excited you're free. There should be an excitement with you for giving your heart to the Lord. It's not like, it's like me telling Brother, I just got to tell you, he just won lotto. You didn't want two or four million. You want a hundred billion dollars. Will this man be sitting here? Will be a war? He'll go right through the windows and guys and jump in excited, run home, come back and say, praise God. <laughs> but we come to church and says, you are saved. Thank you. <laughs> there should be such an excitement, a joy here, that because what he did on the cross... That would hinder me. Hinder me no more. There should be such an excitement in our hearts and soul for God. Oh, God is good. So he says, wait, here, wait, 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 wait. Slow down, son. I know you're excited, but I know you. I created you. I know you. I want to give you something. Let me give you your teacher. Let him remold you. Because you've been living for a season with, 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 uh, or with misfiring and understanding who you are. You've been living a way I didn't create you to live. 
There's many things I want to give you, but but, but, but I got to bring you up first. Slowly, slow down. Let me give you the Holy Spirit to guide you, to empower you, (laughs) to be my witness, to be all that. But God want to run. Slow, slow. Any of you that have little babies, and you're going to know about it soon, before the babies, before they're even crawling, you you see them. (laughs) That's us. God called me. God says, slow. Let me, let me empower you. Let me give you something that I know that's going to take you further than you ever imagined it go. Because in our own strength, in our own intellect, in our own will, in our own power, we don't need to go so far. But with the holy of holies within us, there is no limitations. And one of the things he says he gives us, he says he gives us power and authority. Power and authority are, are two different things. Power is released by touch. Authority is released by spoken. Sample. The truck driver is driving down the street. Big man, six foot five, muscular, natural brute man. Driving, he's going to a truck pit. He's hungry. As he pulls in, he starts to get off his rig. As he's walking toward the restaurant, he gets jumped by four guys. But he's a powerful guy. He launched these four guys like nothing. He just throws them four different directions. But now he's angry. He's frustrated. You know, all I wanted was a burger and I got jumped. So he gets back in his truck and just takes off. Down the road, he runs into a little blue car. When a young lady, foot foot 11, stops by and she flashes her badge and says, stop. He starts to look at her. He sees her size and he just moves and then he sees the badge of authority. He goes, she got back up. With the Holy Spirit, you got back up. Yes, yes. With the authority in you. That's why he says, wait. See, we have the power through the Holy Spirit, Father, in the name of Jesus, be healed. And with the authority, tell Satan, get thee behind me. That was released in our benefit on the cross. Because, in the, because what he paid, you know, when you pay for something, then you take it. Because you were, something was paid, now you're free from the bondage of it. See, sin had to be paid. There was no ifs about it. There was no, oh, well, forget it. Sin equals death. Yes. Period. The penalty of sin is death. So he died for us. He fulfilled the law of sin for us that we may live and become all that he created us to be. Amen. The cross. Yes. That's what he did in the cross. For you, anybody who's listening to a station or other people's opinion, flush it, change it, and get in tune with the word of God. Because that's the only thing that's going to cause you to be who you are. Amen, amen. Yeah, for brother, you don't know what, what this person's doing, what they've done, and they're allowing this person to do that, and that person to that. Who cares? Who cares? Stay focused on God and be who he called you to be. He didn't die on the cross for you to have pity parties about who's, who's, who's rising higher than you, who's got a title, who don't. God is not really interested in titles. He creates titles for a reason, but not to judge them upon his children. He gets titles for certain people because he gets responsibility to certain people. Some one, another four, and another five. five. Hello? So, oh, sorry, five, one, two, three, whatever the number was. You guys were there. <laughs> 
That's where the minds go faster than the mouth. <laughs> when it says in the, in the parable, he says he gets one, one talent, the other one gets two talent, and the other one gets five talent. Just because he gave Danny five and he gave me one doesn't mean he loved me any less. Doesn't mean I ain't any more powerful than he is in, in, in the kingdom of God. And doesn't mean that as long as I depend on the Holy Ghost guidance, demons won't flee. So it doesn't matter brother so-and-so or elder so-and-so. The only thing that matters is Jesus so-and-so. That's the only thing that matters. And the message of the cross is, it is finished. It is done. I did everything and anything that needed to be done for you to rise up and be who I called you to be. Amen, amen. And you know, I know you're going to struggle. That's why the Holy Spirit came in. He's going to guide you. He's going to teach you. He's going to empower you. Three, uh, uh, the third thing he gives us is wealth. Deuteronomy 1.18. Remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth. In John 10.10, I have come to give you life, life in abundance. I never see a mighty man of God in the Bible, Minister Mickey, have you, a man or woman of God, who have been on fire for God, done everything for God, and lacked. Never. Never. You see the beginning story of them, of struggling and not having and unsure, because they're going through their process of training and uplifting. But once they begin to trust God and run with it and not question, the blessings come forth. Let me tell you something. The finances and all that is not the blessing. That's overflow. The blessing is the relationship with the... The houses and the cars and the clothes and the bling bling, all that is great. But that don't mean jack if I don't have a relationship with my God. I can still get the house. I can still get the clothes and the bling bling and I can still go to hell. But if I want to... God says, I did it all. I did it all and send you help. All you need to do is be obedient unto me. One other thing he gave us. Let's say number four. Joy and freedom. One of the things that grieves me, and I know it's got to grieve the Father if it grieves me, uh, is to see a holy man and woman of God blessed beyond their own understanding and be grieved. Walking around with a sourpuss face. You, know? you don't know what I've been going through. You want to go, wake up! Because if you truly understood here today, if you truly understand the message of the cross and what he did for you, you'll be doing like uh, Moses' sister did. Moses' sister was at the crack of the rock. And she was watching. And when she saw the waters come in and saw the Pharaoh drown, she began to do a break dance. She began to leap and dance and troll and praise you, God. See, that will hinder me. Ain't there no more. That will bound me has been destroyed. That will try to hold me back. It's been removed. That's what the cross did for you. 
There should be a joy and excitement in your heart and soul because he did that for you. You have been set free. You were captives in bondage because you're understanding. But God says, go. That's what you should be acting. That's how you should be responding. That's how you should be floating. Christians in the world should have the biggest smile and the biggest glow because they we because we don't depend on the report of the economy. Our hope and trust is nothing less but Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Period. The cross set you free because what the Lord did for you. And he didn't do that for just for one reason. Again. He wasn't born in Bethlehem just to be born there. There was a principle there. And what God also has, a principle of sowing and weeping. See, the father sold his son, expecting a harvest of sons and daughters. You are the sons and daughters. The one paid the price for the many to enjoy the blessings. So how dare you allow the enemy to lie to you, to tickle your ear and tell you, you're not qualified. Keep your opinions to yourself. Jesus. Get deep behind me. Don't even waste time rebuking him. He's not worth it. The Bible says resist them and he must flee. See, you, you ever see a bully who's trying to bother somebody and can't get an effect? He finally gets frustrated and leaves. That's what the devil does. He knows he can't touch you. He's tried everything. Even his old tricks ain't working anymore. He goes, man, let me find somebody else. Father, you guys are more powerful than you think. The Bible says one cents a thousand, two cents, ten thousand. What? Listen, I'm a number guy. And that does not make any sense to me, thank God. Because I don't operate in his principle, I mean his number wise, but I love to. I began speaking that over my life. That's another song. That's another service. <laughs> Three cents, a hundred thousand. The multiplication of God makes no sense to the mind. Salvation makes no sense to the mind. Actually, I wrote this about salvation. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved by the power of God, it's awesome. It's joyful. To the world, the story of the cross is totally foolishness. But to us, that gave us hope. We know that it's the power of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus. 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 You know, may I use your flowers for example? You know, youth, this is awesome. Presenting a woman of God who's done nothing but give her heart and soul to you guys. You know? Amen. And this is nothing compared to what God wants to give you when you come home for being so faithful servant. Yes, yes. Because there'll be roses, a crown. <laughs> You'll have your own castle. <laughs> right. 
And not the story of lie like, the, like the, the other villages of 40 or 70 virgins. Ah, I'm dealing with one wife. Leave me alone. <laughs> God loves you so much that he took his beloved son and put him on the cross to pay the price for you. That you'll be, rise up in this season and be all you can. Calvary. Danny said, the soul said of the Lord, that the grapes are bigger than we think. Bigger than you think. The thing that the enemy uses fear and doubt. Do you know that when the, the Israelites were delivered from Egypt and they were going into their promised land, but because 10 out of the 12 spies came back with a negative report, they ended up spending 40 years in the desert where they didn't have to. But what they didn't know, that the report of what happened in Egypt and how their God destroyed their enemy, the report went to, into the promised land and the so-called giants were so fearful of them. Meantime, they were scared of the giants and they've been waiting for them to come and see. They wasn't scared of them. They were scared of their God that... It's the word over you. It's the anointing over you. It's the one who resides in you that is going to cause you to overcome. He's not worried about me. He's worried about the one that's... And the enemy knows that you serve an awesome God. God. Greater. He knows that you serve the only God. He knows that if you make a stand, he has to leave. That's what God says. Well, I didn't give you a spirit of fear. Boldness. Sound mind. Power. Created you for excellence. Amen. He created you for advancement. He created you to overcome. He created you to lead. Amen. Amen. Every one of you are leaders. Yes.